the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. President Trump calling out Democrats for their mistreatment of Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. You see what's going on? You see this horrible, horrible, radical group of Democrats? You see it happening right now? And they're determined to take back power by using any means necessary. You see the meanness, the nastiness. They don't care who they hurt. The president led a rally in Wheeling, West Virginia last night. The president has ordered the FBI to reopen Kavanaugh's background investigation, saying that he wants agents to interview whomever whomever they deem appropriate. One of the women who has accused Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct has an extensive history of involvement in legal disputes. This is SRN News. Who's who in the midterms? What do they stand for? And how will it affect my family? Will they cut taxes? Fix health care? If you have a stress headache from all the noise of the midterms, consider the Battleground Talkers Tour your remedy. remedy. Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. VIP tickets are sold out, but preferred seating and general admission are available at am1280thepatriot.com. Another hour left here with the closer, Brad Carlson on The Patriot. Glad to have you joining us here. Scattered sprinkles out there today, about 52 for our high. The sprinkles continue into the overnight and for Monday. Showers likely most of the day, about 51 for our high, near 60 on Tuesday. Join the AM 1280 The Patriot Fan Club for exclusive content, prizes, and more. This month, you could win a copy of America First, Understanding the Trump Doctrine by Daniel Toma. That's the fan club. Click fan club at am1280thepatriot.com. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, hey, feel free to do so. That hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show, hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the show. Uh, Switching a little bit now to local politics, we are honored to be joined uh, right at the top of the hour here U.S. Senate candidate Jim Newberger, he, of course, taking on incumbent Amy Klobuchar in this year's midterms. 
Uh, Jim is currently a House member in House District 15B, but uh, like I say, he is now running for U.S. Senate. And uh, definitely a tall order. Jim certainly is uh, aware of the tall task ahead of him, but he is uh, charging ahead with everything he has. And uh, we look forward to hearing how his candidacy is progressing. And uh, they call me a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Can Amy Klobuchar finally be unseated? Well, we hope to uh, be talking to the candidate that will do that. And that, of course, is the aforementioned Jim Newberger. Jim, welcome back to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, Brad. It's uh, great to be on your show on this uh, balmy day. <laughs> a balmy? Yeah, yeah. It depends yeah. upon where you are, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well... One one can always hope. It's uh, we got a little bit of rain going here. We're up here in the Becker area, but yeah, it's, I appreciate you having us on. The campaign's going really well. Uh, every day that uh, Senator Klobuchar is on the uh, committee uh, is 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 one more uh, one more day that she helps our campaign. It's uh, it's been um, very uh, very fortunate for her uh, to be uh, acting in the way she is because it shows. Uh, the folks in Minnesota, who who she really is in Washington, D.C. Uh, we've been saying for a long time that there are two Amy Klobuchars. There's the Amy Klobuchar at home, uh, who's uh, very pleasant and uh, smiles for the camera and, uh, you know, holds the kids and pets the dog and, mm-hmm. and uh, is there for the photo op and then says she's moderate. And then there's the Amy Klobuchar uh, who serves us, uh, we think, uh, in Washington, D.C., as she votes 90% uh, rubber stamp uh, over her career with the extreme progressive left. Uh, she's now emboldened to the point where she uh, is willing to uh, destroy a very good man, uh, his reputation and his career, uh, in order for political gain. And I find that to be reprehensible. Are you, surpri- are you as surprised as uh, I am? Because, I mean, like I say, when we talk to, to folks and, and convey some of the votes Amy Klobuchar has taken in her record, uh, people seem surprised by this and, 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 and just want to bang my head on the table. It's like, how can you be surprised? Are you not paying attention to any of the mm-hmm. votes she's taken? I mean, you as a candidate, Jim Newberger, that has to be incredibly frustrating. Oh, it, well, you know, it is. At, at first, you know, when we got into this about 16 months ago, you, you, you felt like you were uh, really um, not being heard uh, by the general public, but people are really, have, have really started to, uh, to pay attention here. I mean, if, uh, for example, uh, if you're pro-life, uh, Amy Klobuchar is not. She supports uh, abortion on demand mm-hmm. at any point in the pregnancy. Uh, there's a lot of uh, pro-life folks that never knew that. Uh, if you uh, think that Senator Klobuchar uh, has your finances uh, in your in her best your best interest, uh, she doesn't. She voted against the uh, Trump tax bill. Right. Uh, there's a number of things in the Trump tax bill that uh, we are really going to see unfold as the tax season comes on in January and February, and she voted no against that. The biggest, most sweeping tax reform since the Reagan years, and she voted no. And in her opinion, uh, if you look at it, uh, the way she judged or the way she uh, threw her vote, uh, um, you know, the government should uh, keep more of your money and it should have more say in uh, where it goes. I, I happen to believe that the government shouldn't keep your, you know, your money. You should be able to say where it goes. Uh, big difference between us. Uh, another thing that folks don't realize is that she's a huge champion, Brad, for mm-hmm. Obamacare. She's mm-hmm. been pushing Obamacare, um, and she's still fighting for it. It's called, uh, they now call it Medicare for All. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, this Medicare for All um, is going to cost $32 trillion. That's $32 trillion. Our national debt's hovering around $25 trillion. I don't, 
We don't have the money for that. Where are we going to pay for that? Right. But the other thing that folks don't understand, the, the inherent danger is in its own name. It's Medicare for all. Right. So if you are currently on Medicare, you're going to lose that. If you're currently um, in private insurance, you're going to lose that. If, you're going to, if you have VA benefits, you're going to lose it because Medicare for all means everyone in the country gets put into one new giant bureaucratic single-payer program. Right. They'll call it Medicare, but it's not going to look like anything like Medicare. And I can tell you, I, I am a medical professional. I've been a paramedic for EMT for over 30 years, and I know how important insurance is to people. And if you, don't, if, if you currently have insurance, I mean, if you're able to survive the Obamacare nightmare uh, is somewhat intact, uh, you won't survive that next round that Senator Klobuchar wants. So I support a free market solution with a safety net. Um, I think that the more uh, choice we have, uh, the more quality we'll have, and the, the, the less the price will be. Uh, there's some real, real stark choices for folks, and people are starting to understand that Senator Klobuchar is not the senator next door, and she's not the moderate that she tells everyone she is. So how's your uh, tater tot hot dish, uh, Jim Newberger? That seems to be the issue a lot of people, uh, Klobuchar supporters, yeah. are concerned with. They like her tater tot hot dish, and she drives a Saturn. She's one of us, Jim Newberger. There, there you go. Yeah, I um, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, I, um, of course. Well, uh, no, you, I know you are. I'm, uh, you know, tater tot hot dish. You know, everyone grew up eating that as a kid. Now, if you, if you went, to, right. if you went to any public school in Minnesota, you were, you were weaned on that. Indeed. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, like I did. I but uh, I tell you, um, I'm not a hot dish guy so much. Um, I'm more of a barbecue guy. I have a simple motto if. Uh, if you can kill it, I can grill it. So I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a barbecue guy. So I'll, I'll, I'll put my barbecued ribs up against her hot dish any day. I think you've pretty much locked down all of outstate Minnesota with that statement, Jim Newberger. So there you go. There you have it. There you have it. I have to start making inroads here in the, uh, in the metro now. Well, Jim, you personally now, obviously, you've been a uh, House member uh, representing House District 15B since uh, since 2012 when you were first elected. I, what was your what was the catalyst for you uh, taking on this particular race? I know Amy Klobuchar, a wildly popular incumbent, well funded, I, I inexplicably won. I live in CD six, as do you, and she won CD six back in in two thousand twelve. So even her popularity seems to cross party lines. So, like I said, you have no delusions about what a tall task this is. But what was your motivation to to get involved in uh, right. running against Senator Klobuchar, Jim Newberger? Um, there's a number of things, Brad. Uh, first thing was is I. Um, Minnesotans, I mean, I, I come from a very red district mm-hmm. and I have, if I, I, I don't, I don't need a place in government because I technically speaking, if I want one, I have one. I, sure. I come from a very safe district. I've got a really good relationship with the folks in my, uh, in my area and my local parties. And, and I could stay put if, if I really wanted to, um, I'm imposing my own, my own uh, term limits. It, I'm not doing this, Brad, because it needs to be done. We need someone who is able to take the fight to Senator Klobuchar and win. Right. Um, I helped out on Kurt Bill's campaign. I worked uh, on his campaign quite a bit in central Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I also volunteered uh, for Mark Kennedy's campaign. So I've been really been kind of, uh, you could say I've been uh, tracking this uh, Klobuchar career for 12 years. Yes. <laughs> and um, I've, yes, and I, and I am willing to go to put myself out there to really do the hard work um, we've been at this for 16 months now. Uh, we're averaging about 400 miles a day every day. Uh, we're out there and we are getting it done. Um, uh, President Trump, he came within one and a half points of winning Minnesota. Yeah. One and a half points. 
and uh, he won five of the eight congressional districts. Uh, Minnesota is ready to turn, and this is part of that wave uh, that we're starting to see. Senator Klobuchar's numbers have dropped significantly uh, since the Kavanaugh hearings, and um, this is not just a two-way race, Brad. There are four people that are in this race. There is a, uh, a legalized marijuana now party candidate uh, who is uh, popular that will probably uh, pick up a fair uh, percentage of the vote. But there's also a, uh, a Green Party candidate uh, who is also a transgendered individual. And historically, uh, the, the transgender community um, has always uh, gone DFL because if mm. they've always believed that the DFL has has represented them. But, uh, Brad, now they've got one of their own. Sure. Uh, the Green Party has a, has a, the transgender community has one of their own running in the Green Party. Um, and that's, this is, this is a four-way split. And right now this, this could be, uh, this is a lot closer than most folks realize. Um, the media doesn't want to play up on it. Uh, Senator Klobuchar certainly doesn't want to play up on it. Uh, but as we've been moving into this final stretch of the election, uh, it's it's really started to improve it for us. Uh, our message is, is embraced around the state, and we're just going to get out there. We're going to we're going to pound on this race until the polls close. We're not going to stop. And uh, right now, we're we've really gained a good momentum. Once again, we are joined by Jim Newberger. He, the Republican candidate opposing Amy Klobuchar in the twenty eight. Midterm elections. Uh, Jim, we have a few minutes remaining. We definitely want to give you an opportunity to maybe tout some of your social media sites because uh, I know I follow Jim Newberger on Facebook and uh, Twitter and all those uh, other venues. And uh, Jim is everywhere. He's given it all he's got. But uh, as you know, that uh, these take uh, resources, both uh, perhaps boots on the ground and definitely financial resources. So, Jim, if you want to share with people where they can uh, find your website, maybe donate some time and resources, uh, feel free. Oh, that'd be great. We'd love to have folks uh, check us out. Uh, my website's just uh, jim 4 that's F-O-R, U-S-Senate.com, Jim4USSenate.com. Uh, just throw us in a Google search and we'll pop right up there. And it's funny, you mentioned that, uh, you know, that, that song, I've Been Everywhere. I have. Mm-hmm. I've been everywhere. And, and actually, I'm going to get there twice. <laughs> so uh, that's how hard we're working. That's the work we're willing to do. I don't. I don't doubt that at all. And like I said, uh, anytime you uh, oppose a popular incumbent like Senator Klobuchar, I mean, popular. It's inexplicable to me how she is, but that—that that is the reality. Uh, you know that it's mm-hmm. uh, going to take uh, uh, all hands on deck, and maybe then some, in order to make this happen. So once again, folks, that's Jim for U.S. Senate. Dot com Jim F O R U S Senate dot com. I've also linked to it at bradcarlson.org If you'd like to go there, it's your one stop shop for uh, all today's show content. And uh, like I said, Jim will uh, gladly accept any uh, generous donations you throw his way. Uh, Jim, appreciate you coming on. I hope to chat with you again down the line. There's only about a uh, little over a month remaining. You're welcome anytime. Anytime we can give you a platform, uh, we'd love to have you on the broadcast. And uh, best of luck the rest of the way, sir. Oh, thanks, Brad. I appreciate that. And uh, just uh, you guys have a great show and have a great day. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. M1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere.
Hi, my name is Amy, and I have two children at Christian Heritage Academy. Now, Christian Heritage Academy wasn't your first choice, was it, Amy? I had interviewed several schools for our children for the best fit for our family. We cast our net wide. Christian Heritage was last on my list because it was a smaller school. I wasn't as familiar with it, and it was one of those beautiful surprises that I'm so happy I discovered. The Lord definitely led me there. I knew it the second that I walked in that it was the right fit. The staff are just loving. You can tell, you can feel the Lord in that place. What would you say to parents like you who are considering a Christian education? It's true that there are other well-known, bigger Christian schools out there, but Christian Heritage Academy is by far the best-kept secret in the Twin Cities. There's no question about it. Take a leap of faith. Contact Christian Heritage Academy at chacademy.com. That's chacademy.com. Christian Heritage Academy, where your kids will be known and loved for who they are. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not really interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, The Closer. Could you whisper in my ear the things you want to feel? Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. I want to wake up where you are. I won't say anything at all. And I am closing out this week's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM 1440. He's on Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. for the King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airways, AM 1280 The Patriot, Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the NAR, and I am the closer, closing out weekend programming. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
A rather disturbing incident that took place uh, having to do with the governor's race uh, this past week. Uh, Jeff Johnson actually uh, put out a Facebook update regarding this. Of course, Jeff Johnson, the Republican candidate for Minnesota governor, and this was a status that he posted, uh, when was the uh, 26th, last Wednesday? Yeah, last Wednesday. Uh, I'll read again Jeff Johnson's uh, Facebook post. I'm disturbed to report that this weekend my amazing running mate Donna Bergstrom returned to her home after a day on the campaign trail to find a young DFL tracker actually inside her home sitting with her husband and 13-year-old son. She was not home at the time, and he had knocked on the door and told her husband, who did not know he was a tracker, that his phone had died and needed to use their phone to call for a ride. He also asked if he could wait inside until he was picked up. Donna's husband kindly agreed. Obviously, Donna was quite startled to see the tracker sitting in her living room and talking to her family when she returned home. Due to the young age of the individual, we will not publicize his name and will take no further action, but on every level, this is absolutely unacceptable conduct. It's ridiculous enough that candidates and their families are being chased out of restaurants and harassed in public by the left. To actually enter someone's home under false pretenses is a new low. If I learned of this type of behavior against my opponent, I wouldn't stand for it. And FYI, if anything like this happens again, the police will be involved. Uh, wow, words words fail. Words fail. Honest to God. This, this, and again, credit to, so I, I didn't see if, if DFL Chair Ken Martin had any official statement on this or not, but I, I saw some prominent DFLers on Twitter respond to this saying, we can assure you he was in no way uh, associated with us. If there's anything we can do to help out with this particular case, if there's any information you need, feel free, but no way was he was he associated with us doing this completely on his own, which, okay, uh, I'll, I'll choose to believe that. But this is indicative of what wacko leftists are doing. And it all started, well, it started before Maxine Waters' statement, but it's really been ramped up since Maxine Waters. Remember Maxine Waters, where she, made, where she was at some rally in her district? Was she actually in her congressional district? She doesn't actually live there. I mean, you don't have to live there by law, but uh, she doesn't spend a lot of time in her district. But uh, apparently she was holding some sort of rally where she says, you know, this is this is serious business. We need to uh, we need to harass these people, basically say harass these people in public when they go out to restaurants and whatnot and tell them that what they're doing within the Trump administration is unacceptable. And, and, and this has happened. There's been several documented incidents of this. Well, Ted Cruz, he was out to dinner with his wife in D.C., was shouted down by the D.C. resistance. And, he, and Ted Cruz and his wife left quietly because apparently they didn't like how the uh, confirmation hearings were going for Judge Kavanaugh. Jeff Flake, when Jeff Flake voted before he said, okay, before he acquiesced to an FBI investigation, or maybe even after that, doesn't really matter, but the point is Jeff Flake voted to allow Brett Kavanaugh to get out of a committee. So now Brett Kavanaugh is eligible for an up or down vote in the Senate to be confirmed to the Supreme Court because Jeff Flake voted him out of committee. He was harassed in the elevator by alleged sexual assault survivors. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, when he was home in Kentucky, he was walking out of a restaurant and and there were thugs following him to his car. I think I think some of them even called him Cocaine Mitch. This was a, this was, I, I forget who, I think it was a, one of the West Virginia uh, 
Republican Senate candidates who thankfully did not get the nomination for West Virginia Senate Republican candidate out of West Virginia uh, dubbed him Cocaine Mitch for reasons I can't explain. But nevertheless, and, and you know what? Because Mitch McConnell is the majority leader, leadership, they have armed security around them at all times. And for for Steve Scalise's sake, thank God they do. Remember a little over a year ago when Steve Scalise was shot on, on that baseball field? Well, because Steve Scalise is a majority whip, and he, you know, which means he's in leadership, he had armed guards around him. And as a result, the shooter ended up being killed before he had a chance to kill members of Congress. So this is just an extension for what leftists are talking about. And you know what? They feel justified in doing this. They feel justified in pulling off these kind of shenanigans because they are still relitigating the Merrick Garland situation. Merrick Garland, of course, was the Supreme Court nominee that President Obama put up in 2016 after Antonin Scalia died. Well, Mitch McConnell threw down the gauntlet right away. We're invoking the Biden rule. Remember Joe Biden in 1992 said there should be no Supreme Court vacancies filled during a presidential election year? We'll defer it after the election? Mitch McConnell was just following the Biden rule. Again, Joe Biden, the gift that keeps on giving, right? And these Democrats, particularly their supporters, they feel that what they're doing now with the Kavanaugh hearings and the supporters harassing Republican senators, they feel that that's the moral equivalent of not holding a hearing for President Obama's nominee. They feel justified in doing this. And there was one kook. Let me let me make sure I have his uh, title right. Uh, I took a screenshot of this tweet because typically people will uh, delete tweets before they... Um, before they uh, get called on or banned from Twitter. Yeah, there's this guy. He calls himself the justice editor at Think Progress, which is, of course, is a far left. Uh, Think Progress is a far left uh, website. Just by the justice editor. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, here's a tweet. His name is uh, Ian Milheiser. He put out a tweet and said, you know, uh, this is response. Well, this is talking about Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake was uh, accosted by sexual assault survivors in an elevator after he announced that he was voting for to allow Kavanaugh to get out of committee. And thus, Kavanaugh is now eligible to receive an up or down vote to be confirmed to the court. Ian Milheiser said, Tell me again why we shouldn't confront Republicans where they eat, where they sleep, and where they work until they stop being complicit in the destruction of our democracy. Q-E-D. Right there! Right there, he's justifying the harassment of Republicans. Right there. And I don't care how you feel about Republicans. It, 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 and again, what sane and rational world is that okay? That people you oppose on a political basis, that it's okay to harass them in restaurants and in their home. He says it right here. Tell me again why we shouldn't confront Republicans where they eat, where they sleep. Basically telling them where in their homes, like this DFL tracker did in Donna Bergstrom's home. Showed up in her home, sitting on her couch. I, 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 I'm seriously at a loss for words for this. Think Progress is is no fly by night operation, too. It's one of the more popular uh, websites on the far amongst uh, amongst progressives, far left progressives. And here you have someone who calls himself a justice editor at Think Progress, justifying that Republicans be harassed in restaurants and in their homes. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you something. Uh, 
these far-left progressives who pretty much label a lot of Republicans as gun nuts, you really want to go into the home of a gun nut? I mean, if if they're as dangerous with guns as you say they are, why are you advocating that you should harass them where they sleep? Because I got to tell you, that's that's not a very good idea. If you if you enter someone's home uninvited, unlawfully, in most states, um, people still have a right to protect their home by any means necessary, including with a firearm. So I hope no one is taking that seriously. That well, because these Republicans are complicit in the destruction of our democracy, we, we need to go. We need to go harass them where they sleep. It's just so. It's beyond stupid. There's an election coming up. If, if they're so complicit in democracy, well, then you should be winning in the arena of ideas, right? You should be able to take these these issues to the voters, and voters will vote out these Republicans. Isn't that right? If they're so complicit in democracy. But yet you feel to, to resort to these tactics. Because if you, res- if you had good ideas that resonated well with the electorate, you wouldn't have to do this stuff. But you know what? For all of the decrying of President Trump and his awful rhetoric and calling the media fake news and calling the media the enemy of the people and going after NFL players for kneeling during the national anthem and basically saying that they should be that they shouldn't be playing, they shouldn't be in the country if they kneel during the national anthem. You know what? Your your outrage is justified over that because that's that's totally inappropriate for a sitting president to say to say things like that. But you know what? With the things you're doing, you're almost justify you're you're almost justifying Trump-like politics yourself because you're engaging in that times ten. And again, I refer to this tweet by uh, the Federalist uh, Sean uh, Davis. He put out a tweet over a year ago, and it's the ultimate evergreen tweet: is that Trump's greatest asset continues to be the fervent idiocy of his most visceral detractors. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the tweet in front of me. But yeah, that that continues to be Trump's greatest strength is his opposition, because it's like, well, you know what? We don't really like Trump and we don't really like the things he says and does. But are we going to turn over the mantles of power to these people who advocate harassing others in restaurants and then in their homes? Yeah, I don't think so. Six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, eight, eight is the number to call. Hashtag Narn Show. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, Brad Carlson, the closer coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Being able to live your dream retirement starts with your decisions today. Learn to develop the skills and confidence to own your financial future with a best-in-class education at Online Trading Academy. We are the world leader in creating traders and investors. Let us help you improve your returns and create income you can use now and in retirement. Call today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. 
Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. One problem with politics today is that people are putting the cart before the horse. They're putting their ideology before facts and truth. Ideology is a set of beliefs, but is no substitute for facts and truth. Before people had even heard from Judge Kavanaugh or his accuser, they were already saying, I believe him or I believe her. Let's face it, that was based on ideology, not facts. Some time back, the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, got caught up in this confusion when he said, truth isn't truth. The late Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan wisely said, you are entitled to your own opinions, but you are not entitled to your own facts. There is truth, and we will all be better off when we begin searching for it first, not after we decide what we believe. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Oh, that can only mean one thing. It's time to talk some hoops. That's right. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our broadcast. Here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. Also, weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, yes, it's time to re-up Hoops Talk. It's been a uh, it's been a while since I've had the opportunity to chat with my friend Mike McCullough here to talk uh, all things uh, Hoops, uh, specifically the saga surrounding the Minnesota Timberwolves and their star player Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has demanded a trade, has no interest in playing another minute for the Timberwolves, and uh, this uh, coming up on their 30th season in the NBA, uh, the drama never ceases to uh, for uh, never ceases around the Minnesota Timberwolves, that is for sure. We'll uh, discuss the latest developments and uh, maybe some other NBA stuff. And uh, as always, honored to be joined by the aforementioned uh, Mike McCullough. Mike, been way too long, sir. How are you? I'm okay. I apologize for having a little bit of a cold. So if I uh, sound like a two-pack-a-day smoker, I am not. But I uh, might be hawking up a lung a little bit during this interview. Well, we appreciate that, Mike. And, of course, uh, for those of you who uh, are maybe more recent listeners, Mike is our uh, show's official uh, basketball wonk. He was a uh, head coach in uh, basketball Europe, an assistant coach at the CBA and NBA, and a former Fox Sports North analyst and a Hall of Famer at Bloomington Kennedy High School's Athletic Hall of Fame. So when it comes to hoops, Mike knows of what he speaks, so we're always honored to uh, have his insights on the broadcast. Um, Mike, as I alluded to at the uh, top of this segment, uh, the saga between the Timberwolves and uh, Jimmy Butler, it's headed for an inevitable, inevitable divorce. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, I guess my first question is, is um, this seemed to be kind of right out of the blue, literally within the last month, where it sounded like uh, coach and president of basketball operations, Tom Thibodeau, wanted to have a 
meeting with Jimmy Butler, and it sounded like Jimmy Butler uh, wanted a trade. And there's other stories that this has been something he's wanted for a while, but Tibbs just wouldn't honor the request. Uh, can you maybe shed a little light as to when uh, Jimmy Butler first uh, decided that uh, he wanted out of Minnesota, Mike McCullough? Well, I think that anybody who follows the rumor mill or follows the game close enough wasn't as surprised as uh, maybe those who were partial observers and, and okay. thought it was out of the blue. I think this, you know, was always a gamble from the beginning, um, always a risk you take when you're somebody like the Timberwolves and you try to go through free agency and try to go through trades and piece together a team. You know, the magic in sports isn't always just putting the best team on the field. It's finding guys that want to be part of a, a situation and they want to be there for the long haul that get together and can gel together and perform together and like each other. And whenever you go outside and try to do something like they did with the Jimmy Butler, knowing that he has the flexibility and latitude to, to, to carve out his own future like so many players have today, the risk is something like this could happen. And, and so um, this was always the risk. A lot of people felt that this was the inevitable ending. And uh, I think um, pretty quickly on in the tenure uh, of Jimmy Butler's time with the Wolves, it was apparent that it wasn't a great fit. You got Carl Anthony and Andrew who were there from the beginning. You got an alpha male who comes in and uh, demands the game be played a certain way. You got a coach who certainly believes more to the side of his veteran player than he does maybe the new generation of playing things and just wasn't really probably in hindsight a great fit uh, from the beginning. Well, and I guess, uh, like you alluded to, if, if people had been paying attention, they might have seen uh, the indication of a riff after they were knocked out of the playoffs by the Rockets. Uh, there's been a report that uh, Jimmy Butler didn't even travel back uh, to Minnesota with the team after they were knocked out in five games. So I think that would have probably been an indication uh, early on. Uh, so where does it stand now? I, I had read some reports that appear- that Tibbs is adamant he does not want to trade Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler said he doesn't want to play another minute for the Timberwolves. Glenn Taylor has since come out and said, uh, I guess, to the NBA Board of Governors that if anybody wants to come with trade offers, yes, we will absolutely listen. Uh, it's so many uh, moving parts in this particular aspect. Mike McCullough, um, do you know if the Timber is there something in the works? Is Glenn Taylor kind of taking the mantle of this at this point? Well, I, I, I certainly am not on the inside, so I'm not privy to the, the most private of conversations. But sure. I think there's been there's been enough reports that. Uh, kind of echo the same sentiment that you know it's clear that we don't think that this situation is salvageable uh it's clear that butler has the leverage to to force his way out and uh i think it's clear that that tom thibodeau wishes things were different and i think it's clear that nba teams realize that the Timberwolves don't have a lot of leverage in this. So mm-hmm. no matter how much posturing is made about how they're going to wait for the right deal and they're not going to make a bad deal, you know, I think everybody understands on the other side of the, of the coin that at some point the Timberwolves are going to have to, to make a, a decision and get the best deal that they can get. And if you're Tom Thibodeau and you're not sure of your future and you're all about winning every possible game and every possible minute, you're in no big hurry if there's a sliver of hope that you can get Jimmy Butler to, to, to participate in something this year. As, as, as long shot and as remote as that possibility is, Tom Thibodeau would rather explore that than get rid of Jimmy Butler right now for what he thought was not a great deal. So all that adds up to being a very difficult situation 
Um, and at some point, somebody's going to have to, whether it's Mr. Taylor or, or, or whoever, somebody's going to have to jump in and say, you know, bad deal or not, a deal is better than no deal. And getting something uh, sooner than, than later is, is probably our best course of action. I, ultimately, I think that's what will happen. Yeah, obviously, uh, Tom, I think Tom Thibodeau has, including this season, three years remaining on his uh, on his contract that uh, when he signed a couple years ago. And if Glenn Taylor goes ahead and decides to trade Jimmy Butler, and as, as we're talking about, the Wolves have no leverage, so if they end up trading and they probably basically get pennies on the dollar, you're not going to get a ton in value in return. If indeed that does happen, uh, is Tibbs liable to just uh, walk away right after the season, the middle of the season, I, I don't know if you know him very well or know his temperament very well, but obviously because he's flatly refusing to trade Butler, and if the owner goes ahead and, and, and usurps him and, and trades him, like I say, probably for pennies on the dollar, is that something that might make Tibbs liable to walk away? Because like you said, he doesn't seem to have the stomach for wanting to go through a rebuilding project, Mike McCullough. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a great situation right now, and I don't think uh, that necessarily everybody in the organization is on the same page as to what the best course of action is. And I think that's probably ultimately been the biggest problem, the biggest frustration for Timberwolves fans and players and managers and coaches and, and everybody that's had any involvement is that there never really seems to be enough of a consistency with the long-term plan. There's been a lot of different uh, routes they've taken and a lot of different uh, decisions that have been made that seem sometimes short-term, sometimes mid-term, sometimes long-term. And I think, unfortunately, they're back in that sort of situation where, you know, Tom Thibault wants to win immediately, and he wants to win right now. And uh, he's got a group of veterans coupled with a couple uh, of the highest-paid players and they're the, the best players who are younger players who make the most money. And uh, it's, it's just not a... It's not a great situation all across the board because we're not sure who's really calling the shots and how long it's going to last and who's going to have the say. And uh, I don't know where they go from here. Yeah, well, it's uh, obviously the uh, season is uh, <laughs> is upon us. It's, uh, I think, about a, about a month away, maybe a little less than a month away. So um, I guess any, uh, any instincts, any predictions that you might have, Mike, how this is ultimately resolved? I mean, is Butler traded before the season starts? Does it bleed into the season before they get something done? I mean, uh, how do you ultimately see this playing out? Uh, it's a great question. I think he gets traded sooner rather than later. I don't know what that timeline exactly is. Um, I think that the posturing and the bluffing can only go so far, and at some point the realization is that uh, you know getting something is better than getting nothing, and the more you hold on to that, the longer it gets, the closer it gets to, to ultimately the end of the season. Um, the, probably the likelihood of a, of a better deal becomes slimmer. But you know, just like anything, all it takes is one willing trade partner, some team that thinks uh, they can talk him into resigning, some team that thinks he's the thing that can push them over the top and win them a championship. So, you know, whether he gets traded now or two months from now or four months from now, whatever the open trading windows are in the NBA season, um, ultimately, you know, you're looking for the future, and it's probably worth the Wolves waiting a little bit to try to, to get the best deal. But, but you know, that's, that's, that's why the, the general managers and the head coaches and the directors of operation make the big boxes because at some point you got to figure out really when the right time is to pull the trigger on, on whatever the best deal you can get is. 
When uh, again, when we are talking with our uh, this show's official NBA wonk, Mike McCullough, uh, talking all things hoops. Uh, Mike, I want to wrap up the segment with this. Uh, one of the uh, more highly touted free agent signings of the offseason, of course, was Le- LeBron James. Once again, uh, departing Cleveland, although the situation wasn't quite as acrimonious as when he left Cleveland initially to go to Miami. Uh, but he did uh, move on to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. And the Lakers, they have some pretty good young players. Obviously, were well out of the playoff hunt last year. Adding LeBron certainly gets them that much closer. Uh Certainly they've got a ways to go before they uh, catch the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference. I don't think anybody's disputing that. But with uh, LeBron and the uh, other deals that the Lakers have made, uh, where do you gauge them at this particular point? Are they uh, maybe, say, a four or five seed, barely getting in the playoffs? Uh, what's your assessment of that team, Mike McCullough? Well, I think LeBron has proven over time that him and I and you and two of your soundboard operators <laughs> would probably be a threat in the Western Conference. Sure. So, um, you know... There's no, there's no selling him short. History has, has proven right. that. I mean, he took a team of Booby Gibson and others to the uh, the conference finals. So, um, you know, he's he's an unbelievable talent, and you keep waiting for him to have a down year, and he just keeps keeps uh, providing championships and and wins. So, uh, I think people are excited to play with him. They've got some young talent there that I think will will be good guys for him to play with. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for the West, West being so unbelievably tough, you know, you'd think they'd have a great chance to really do something. I think it'll probably take a little while for them to gel, but uh, they're certainly going to be in the mix. And I would certainly put them in the, in the uh, playoff uh, rotation for sure. And, you know, probably somewhere in that four or five spot would be realistic. Yeah, I, that, and it's. I mean, it's just the. You're you're exactly right. He's, it's been an unbelievable run he's been on between Miami and uh, Cleveland. I mean, he's been to eight straight uh, NBA Finals. I mean, I know you you've had some great runs of guys long, of your like uh, say, uh, the uh, the Celtics and Bill Russell. The number of championships that uh, he had, but uh, I mean, as far as a, the modern NBA, I mean, Jordan obviously winning the six championships in the eight seasons, but LeBron. Eight straight seasons, of the NBA Finals. That's just that's just unbelievable in this day and age. So it is a, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. And I guess I don't know if you're as interested in the off the court stuff as as I am, but uh, wonder if uh, Lavar Ball maybe uh, be given the uh, the gag order because uh, he and LeBron had some war of words uh, before. Now uh, 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 LeBron's going to be playing with Lavar's son. It's going to be uh, definitely interesting uh, viewing, if nothing else, Mike McCullough. <laughs> I would be shocked if uh, if Mister Ball was. Uh not a little less quiet than he's been in the past now that LeBron is uh, in the same locker room as his son. We, we should hope so because, yeah, obviously he's there to help uh, Alonzo Ball and the Lakers uh, certainly get on to the uh, next level. It's gonna, Western Conference is certainly loaded. That is for certain. It is going to be a, a, a fun season. Uh, um, if, you're not a, if you're a Timberwolves fan, certainly there's plenty of other things going on in the NBA if you're just an overall NBA fan. So, Mike, always a pleasure. Always goes by way too quick. Uh, we'll definitely stay in touch and uh, hope to chat with you again soon. Sounds good. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment coming up on the broadcast. Go nowhere. And I fell heavy into your arms. AM1280, The Patriot. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the, sales director, I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. 
With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. For chips, sticks, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. If you're anything like me, the Summer Road Construction did a number on your windshield this season. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, here to thank you for a great summer and to remind you that with cooler temperatures, those small cracks are going to turn into big ones, seriously compromising the safety of your windshield. Now's the time to take care of them and get that new windshield you've been needing all summer. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely... You're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Touch me, turn me on. And burn me down. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Final segment of today's broadcast. You know, I was uh, mentioning at the outset this uh, this could very well be Joe Maurer's uh, final game of his uh, potential Hall of Fame career. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, he is in the lineup today, leading off. For the Twins, they're wrapping up their four-game series against the White Sox, going for the sweep of the Sox. It was a disappointing year for the Twins after they made the postseason last year, but this is the final year of Joe Maurer's eight-year contract that he signed. Uh, just I think it was just uh, prior to the 2010 season. It was an eight-year extension from 2011 to 2018. And a buddy of mine is at the game, and there was a he took a video of Joe Maurer's twin daughters. I don't know how old they are. I think they're about four or five years old now, maybe. Uh, running toward dad as uh, he was at first base. He was crouching down, hugging his daughters, getting a photo op from with them. And I guess the family traveled with Joe the last road trip. And today they're in. Uh, they have a couple of uh, the high profile suites where they're sitting in. So 
this seems an awful lot like a farewell. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye. We'll certainly keep an eye upon it. But uh, uh, yeah, Joe Maurer is. Uh, I've enjoyed watching him play. Uh, he's been a very highly criticized after he signed his $184 million deal of not uh, living up to the contract. And yeah, he certainly wasn't putting forth the numbers that he did the first, say, uh, six years of his career from, well, from 2006 to 2009, which is a four season span, he won three batting titles and an MVP award. And people expected that kind of production every year forth. And it just didn't happen. I mean, he certainly remained a 300 hitter. In fact, if he retires, you know, after today, he's going to finish his career with 2,000 plus hits and over a 300 career batting average. So those are some, those are definitely nothing numbers uh, that you, they're not numbers to sneeze at. That's for sure. But, um, I will, uh, Aaron Gleeman, if you're not following Aaron Gleeman on Twitter and you're a baseball fan, uh, you're just, you're doing it incorrectly. He has the, uh, uh, he's got the stats. Uh, Joe Maurer, uh, after last night is hitting an MLB best 418 with runners in scoring position this season. His career 334 batting average with runners in scoring position is second among all active hitters with at least 750 plate appearances behind only Joey Votto at 336. Now, the highest career average with runners in scoring position since 1970, which is a minimum of 1,000 plate appearances, Tony Gwynn, expected, Hall of Famer, 349. Rod Carew, expected, Hall of Famer, 347. The aforementioned Joey Votto, 336. And Joe Maurer, 334. So since 1970, Joe Maurer is fourth with career batting average with runners in scoring position. So people say, well, he's not clutch. Um, when you hit 334 with runners in scoring position, yeah, that's clutch. So what does that tell you? That tells you that there aren't nearly as many base runners getting on base in front of him uh, as there should be. So uh, I'm just saying that um, the baseball writers have a lot to consider with Joe Maurer's Hall of Fame prospects. Uh, my instinct is that he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer and he won't get in on the first ballot, but that eventually he might. I know that's not taking a solid stance, but I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, which never makes any sense to me because if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. But uh, apparently that kind of is the protocol that if you're not in one of the all-time, all-time greats, that you are a Hall of Famer, but you won't get in the first ballot. I don't know. I I don't understand the logic behind it, but there you have it. I did want to address real quick, I only got a few minutes left, but I did want to address quick the situation with Vikings defensive and Everson Griffin. You probably heard the story this past week. This is from NFL.com. Everson Griffin has been battling a serious mental health-related issue for the past several weeks and currently is undergoing evaluation at a local hospital. NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported Tuesday morning. Griffin was able to play in the Vikings' first two games of the season, recording a half sack in each contest, but the situation became unmanageable this past week when they ruled him out against the Bills, Pelissero reported on NFL's Network's Good Morning Football. Vikings coach Mike Zimmer told reporters following Sunday's loss to the Bills that Griffin did not play due to a personal matter, and there have been a number of reports concerning Griffin's status uh, following the game. There was one allegation that Saturday night at the team hotel, the Saturday night before the Bills game, that he threatened uh, to show his gun or shoot people if he wasn't allowed back in his hotel room and obviously scared the hotel employees. Uh, there was another situation where apparently he broke into teammate Trey Wayne's home. Trey Wayne's has since said, no, my family and I never felt safe. We knew Everson was out there. I consider him a friend, but 
we never felt unsafe when he entered our home without, you know, unexpectedly. So it's a serious situation. And, you know, I would imagine Griffin's return to the football fields next to impossible uh, to gauge given mental health issues. They aren't as easily treatable as, say, a sprained knee. But nevertheless, it was inevitable that some hardcore Vikings fans lamented this news in the context of how it will affect the Super Bowl, the team's Super Bowl prospects now that the Vikings' top pass rusher is going to be out indefinitely. But just remember this. Everson Griffin has a wife and three small children. And I dare say that his uh, wife, Tiffany, she would probably give anything at this particular time for their biggest issue to be whether or not the Vikings are a Super Bowl contender. Okay. So we as fans, we can sit down and enjoy the game, and if our team loses, you know, we may drown our sorrows and lament the game, call into a radio show and rip on the team and say that the Vikings coach and general manager needs to be fired and whatever, and then we move on with our lives. But for players, this is their livelihood. And Everson Griffin's livelihood is in peril because of these mental health-related issues. And you know what? Thank God that they're able to get this discovered, figured out, and treated before he gets back to the football field. It sounds as though the due diligence was done before any serious situations occurred. Like he didn't brandish a gun. Okay, he didn't hurt anybody breaking into a home. But the potential was there. And they're getting taken care of now. So as football fans, we need to keep perspective. Yeah, we love watching these guys play. They're exceptional athletes. But remember, they have a personal life. They have a family that has their best interest at heart. And it goes long beyond the football field. Folks, I've enjoyed it as always. Thanks for tuning in. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. The lights on over every boy and every girl. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. 13. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome to Coursera, the online gateway to thousands of career-advancing courses from many of the world's best universities. So what can Coursera do for you? Coursera is the perfect way to learn at my own pace and have this amazing knowledge to help me advance professionally. I almost doubled what I was earning. Coursera is the reason I'm now a full-stack developer, and I've got skills that I know are in demand. Whether you want to hone your skills, add to your qualifications, or switch careers, Coursera provides access to interactive learning experiences from schools like the University of Illinois, Arizona State University, and the University of London. And you can join Coursera for free. Just text TREND11 to 250250. Coursera is liberating because it let me take control of my education, learn what I want to learn, and change my whole life. Join Coursera for free. Text TREND11 to 250250. Coursera, your course to success. Text TREND11 to 250250. 
Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky State. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.